السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم Welcome once again respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM And I'm your host this evening inshallah on our brand new program called Qura'ul Qur'an Reciters of the Qur'an inshallah being our very very first program for this year inshallah We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this venture from us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us a means and asset for the ummah in terms of uplifting and propagating the Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the last words of our lips that of his kalam, his words. Respected listeners, I hope inshallah that you are as excited as I am with regards to this program and as the name says reciters of the Quran so let us begin first inshallah by reciting from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's noble book ba'da a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidhun so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran mentions with regards to protection of his words Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed this Quran as a means of guidance and secondly he takes it upon himself to protect his book the holy Quran now respected listeners Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses various means various means of protecting his kalam right from amongst them are the masahif. In the time of the Prophet ﷺ, people, scribes, would write the Qur'an down and keep a physical copy. And that is why today we are so fortunate that no part of the Qur'an has ever been changed. Subhanallah. And secondly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used people, select people, select humans, special individuals to learn and memorize the Qur'an and practicing upon it thereafter propagating it and inshallah in the course of this show we would take a look at certain personalities inshallah ask them a brief history of their journey with the quran and inshallah furthermore ask them to recite a portion of the quran for us to inspire you and i respected listeners nobody is too old nobody is too young to learn the most beloved words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Respected listeners, inshallah, we have an opening surprise for you. A very personal interview. I'd not like to let the cat out of the bag just yet. We will go, inshallah, for a quick ad break and we'll continue when we come back. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back, respected listeners, to Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. And inshallah, we have with us this evening a personality who inspires me, inspires each and every one of you. Someone, subhanallah, who memorized the Quran at a tender age, who has been leading the salah of taraweeh, who is one of the very very few qaris that has mastered the sciences of qira'ah and who is a medical doctor as well subhanallah combining the elements of benefit of secular knowledge 
and Islamic knowledge. We have with us none other than Qari Ijaz Muqaddam all the way from the northern suburbs in Cape Town. Qari Ijaz, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Alhamdulillah, my dear brother, how are you keeping? Alhamdulillah, man. can't complain. Alhamdulillah, subhanallah, respected listeners, Qari Ijaz, a role model and inspiration for myself. Yes, alhamdulillah, we've attended the same campus and every time I look at him, I see Quran. Now, for our listeners out there, Qari Ijaz, could you perhaps walk us quickly through your journey growing up, inshallah, in terms of Quran? Alhamdulillah, shukran, Muhammad. Um, where do I start? Subhanallah. Um, all started with my father, alhamdulillah. Naam, alhamdulillah. Um, at a very tender young age, at about when I was like one or two years old, um, he, relates, he relates to me that he used to push me, you know, while I was in my pram, he used to push me in front of the Quran, and while Sheikh Sadullah Khan, that time the, the Imam of Gatesville Mosque, mm. um, I used to listen to his uh, dissertation, Naam. I was always intrigued by the Quran. Subhanallah. But then at a later age, four or five years old mm. I grew up listening to the great Sheikh Abdul Basid Abdul Samad Allah. and from from there my father took me and he said like he decided himself that he's going to take me and learn me myself like. subhanallah so, and not send me to a school and he said he would rather do it with me privately and uh, from there I started at the age of five and I went through do, doing my school at the same time while doing Quran and alhamdulillah I completed at the age of 11 so that is basically how he took me so about five, six years it took me now part, doing part-time, doing secular work as well as the Qur'an. Subhanallah. Hey, I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. Allahu Akbar. Uh, you know, our respected listeners out there can also vouch the same way. Allah has blessed you, dear parents, and, you know, building this love, this nurturing of love from the Quran since a tender age. Now, perhaps, inshallah, work us through your journey through the sciences of Quran, you know, um, the qira'at, etc., Yes, yes. Uh, that, that, that was all inspired by the great, like I said, I used to love listening to Sheikh Abdul Basit Abdul Samad. Um, and when you used to change the words, and I was always intrigued, like, how do you do this? Way? How do you go about changing these wor- the words of the Quran, mm. which obviously must be in accordance with the meaning as well, because you can't mm. just mix up and change words differently yes. without knowledge. And mm. I always wanted to find out, like, who is people that I can go to, that mm. can give me salad and ijazah, to, mm. to, in other words, permission to read. Uh, these different ways. And then, alhamdulillah, I met uh, Sheikh Abdurrahman David mm-hmm. and Sheikh Ismail Lant and Mawlana Sarin Kaibi and they all inspired me to learn further and do the Qira'at. So mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, I completed all 10 Qira'at under those three shuyukh mm-hmm. here in Cape Town locally. Subhanallah. Um, yes. So. What was it like for our listeners out there, uh, you know, going through the sciences, these technical differences in terms of recitation, uh, these different dialects, subhanAllah, does it inspire you a lot? Does it, uh, you know, perhaps uh, make you amazed at the, the, the you know, the, the um, benefit of Arabic language, subhanAllah? Yes, definitely, definitely, Muhammad. As you know, you know your Arabic very well, alhamdulillah. Astaghfirullah. Um, but it's the different, the different, the way the words changes, and meaning-wise, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Allah. You think, uh, that, for example, the tashkil, it changes, uh, for example, words like fatabayyanu, fatasaddatu, mm. things like that. You, obviously, the, the cracks, the cracks of the word stay mm. the same, but the meaning obviously changes, but it doesn't change what was, what was being meant by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that, that for me was amazing. And obviously the di- different dialects that we read, Adaraka, 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 mm. it's amazing. The range of, of the Qira'ah. 
Alhamdulillah, I'm really, really, uh, you know, inspired. Uh, combining, you know, the time or the difficulty perhaps with learning Qiraat as well as studying medicine. What was the journey yeah, like? Yes, yes. Did you perhaps go through, you know, uh, 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 phases where you were extremely tired and, you know, uh, you know, stressful moments perhaps, you know, while doing medicine and, uh, you know, uh, reciting at the same time, etc.? Alhamdulillah, not really, Muhammad. Mm. No, I would be lying to you if I would say that there was a time <laughs> where, where it was, uh, like when I was doing the Qur'an and the medical studies, where it became a burden. Right. When you want to do Qur'an, it just opens up for you further. Subhanallah. You can't use Quran as an, as an excuse now to not to be doing well in medicine and vice versa. Mm. So for me, Alhamdulillah, it was the Quran just opened up further and further for you, and it, it was it was very it, it wasn't a burden right. to, to learn this Quran. As you know, also you've also done um, the, the riwayah of Warsh mm. and the riwayah of Paloon and things like it's not it's not easy yes. to see. And you go to a teacher like my my, uh, my my father took me every single time. Maulana gave you to Maulana Salim gave you to acquire these Kisran Kira'at. We go every Friday afternoon, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. We always have our session set ourselves, so uh, 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. We always have have that sit time. Right. 3 to 4. Only one hour. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm. So you can keep a balance. It's not the one day where we say, okay, let's read now five years and let's try and push it. Uh. There's always this consistency over. Right. Subhanallah, finding that consistency, okay. that balance, alhamdulillah. Yes, what yes. advice perhaps would you give to our budding, uh, you know, uh, Muslim brothers and sisters out there in terms of learning and memorizing the Quran? Quran, alhamdulillah, what, what can I say? The, the only basic thing that I can give them is a few pointers. Mm. Start at an early age. Mm. For me, I started at the age of five, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Five, six, seven, as early as possible, wherever you can. Because your mind is very perceptive when you're young. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, you need to seek an act teacher. There's many teachers of Quran, but they might not have the, the necessary experience and sufficient knowledge of the Jewish rules. Right. As you know, and it becomes very difficult when you, when you see like elderly people, they've, mm-hmm. they've learned maybe the incorrect way of reciting. Yes. And how to unlearn that way of reciting, it's mm-hmm. very difficult. Subhanallah. So I would say seek an act teacher. Um, as you know yourself, to become very, very good in the Quran, you have mm. to practice every day and be consistent. Naam. The more you practice, the better you become, alhamdulillah. Naam, alhamdulillah. Sheikh Ijaz, you know, uh, subhanallah, I believe perhaps maybe you were on call yesterday, subhanallah. So I'm not going to, uh, you know, yes. uh, tickle your brains too much, inshallah. But but, but yes. I would love for you to perhaps recite for us, inshallah, for the next five minutes. Um, recite for us. Uh, maybe, uh, I think we both love Riwayati Warsh, one of the dialects in Warsh, inshallah. Any any piece, any portion of Allah's words that you choose, inshallah. Faliyatafaddal. Inshallah. Shukran. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم
Allah, Masha Allah, Tabarakallah, Allahumma Zid, Allahumma Zid for Zid, respected Amen. listeners. That was the voice of our beloved Qari Ijaz Muqaddam, who also leads Salatu Taraweeh at the Elsie's River Siddiqui Masjid for many, many years. Subhanallah, Qari Ijaz, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Keep on making you an inspiration of Quran for every single one of us, nationally and internationally, insha'Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you istiqama and give all of us the opportunity to benefit maximally from you. Amin, amin, insha'Allah. Shukran to you, Muhammad. Barakallahu feekum. That was Ijaz Muqaddam with us, respected listeners. Insha'Allah, we will break for Isha and we'll continue when we come back. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back, respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM, with this this brand new show, Reciters of the Quran. And subhanallah, what better inspiration can you and I get 
besides that of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words directly. Perhaps inshallah, let us quickly go through some uh, a dedication that has come through and a dedication specifically for our Qari doctor, Ijaz Muqaddam, who is a medical doctor and at the same time somebody who has mastered the sciences of Qira'at, basically the sciences of the different dialects in which the Qur'an was revealed to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and propagated to the Sahaba and reached us, you and I respected listener to today. So the dedication that comes from 6945 Salams Doctor, I would have so liked for you to perform one of the multiple ops, meaning probably I would assume operations I had as I know the Holy Qur'an would have gone straight into my body. We are so proud of you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always be with you, insha'Allah. That comes from 6945. How honorable wouldn't a patient be to have a doctor, a physician, who invokes the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when doing any medical procedure, even if it's simply saying, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Now, there is a very, um, uh, you know, good application of sunnah in terms of medical and healthcare practice. And subhanallah, you can always utilize the personal relationship which you have with Allah for the benefit of mankind. Now, what do I mean by this? Uh, Qari Ajaz is a medical doctor. Let us make the, let us apply this into the healthcare profession. So, what is what are some of the sunans or some of the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, where upon seeing somebody who who was sick, who was ill, uh, would recite the following du'a: "As'alullah al-Azim, Rabb al-Arsh al-Azim, ayyashfiq." A very simple um, du'a that I ask Allah subhanahu the most great the sustainer or rather the lord of the his throne the greatest throne subhanallah to grant you shifa to grant you cure and furthermore right that is a simple sunnah so many of us may be healthcare professionals but may not be hufad may not be qurra uh, people who recite quran so the bare minimum that you can do as a healthcare professional or any other person for that matter, when visiting a sick person, perhaps somebody in your family, somebody who is, uh, you know, not well, visiting them in hospital or at their homes, etc., recite this dua: "Asalullah al-Azim, Rabb al-Arsh al-Azim, Who knows? Alas, perhaps your dua, simple dua for your beloved, the person that you are visiting, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can grant this person complete shifa. Or rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can manifest shifa in different ways. How is this possible? By means of guiding or by means of, uh, you know, making easier the diagnosis of the doctor, the special investigations which he uses to confirm his diagnosis, or even for that matter, optimizing the best treatment for his patient. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can reflect your dua for the person that you are visiting or seeing, in a variety of ways, subhanAllah. So don't ever underestimate the power of dua. Secondly, from amongst the sunnahs of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is, it is advisable, very encouraged to visit those that are sick. 
right? One is to send them text messages. One is to send them, uh, you know, um, different, uh, you know, uh, a card or send them different things that could help them. But to f- have physical contact with somebody who is ill is also part of the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would make it a habit to locate the individual people who are ailing in the locality and to go and visit them. Subhanallah, let us make this a habit in our schedules. Perhaps maybe not, uh, you know, just immediate family, but even people that we do not know, people we are not so inclined. You know, this visit could be a means of building a bond, building a relationship. And furthermore, lastly, the sunnah. The sunnah of visiting a sick person is to ask that person who Allah has blessed with sickness to make dua for you. Why? Because in the condition, in the hal of sickness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala readily accepts the dua of a person. Insha'Allah, we'll continue quickly with, uh, you know, this, this love for Quran, this love for the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we come back after the ad breaks. Stay tuned. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners, Rahman, Ya Rahman, sung by Mashari Rashid al Afasi. And subhanallah, what a beautiful reciter of the Quran he himself is. Subhanallah, Allah has also blessed him with an ashid, the voice to sing different, um, you know, beautiful. Uh, anecdotes of Islamic poetry, Islamic uh, music, so to say, in inverted commas. Now, inshallah, we have with us another feature this evening, inshallah, of somebody, another youngster who has featured in Cape Town not too long ago, subhanallah. And this youngster hails all the way from Bosnia. His name is Hafiz Fatih Sefaragi. And subhanallah, this person really inspires me with his melodious recitation of the Quran uh, perhaps maybe inshallah we'll go through his uh, biography quickly and we'll listen to his recitation thereafter so Hafiz Fatih Sifaraji was born on March the 1st 1995 indeed basically not a few just a few days ago was his birthday and um, at the age of 21 subhanallah being Bosnian Originally born, um, sorry, I correct that, I rectify that, born in Germany, but nationality is Bosnian. He moved to the USA at the age of four and lived in Baltimore for seven years, where he completed his health at the Islamic Society of Baltimore under Sheikh Qari Zahid and Qari Abid. He also studied classical Arabic at Bayina's Dream Program in Dallas, Texas, and we know the Bayina Program run by Sheikh Norman Ali Khan. He currently resides in Houston, Texas, as a student, Quran teacher, and youth leader at Sheikh Yasir Birjaj's Masjid in Texas. He is also the son of Hafiz Fuad Abdullah Sefaraji. Now, respected listeners, the reason why many of us, you know, would like to bring or like to mention with regards to our parents because uh, from even a personal perspective subhanallah they are the ones that bring us into the fold of building an attachment to quran from a very young age they are the driving force subhanallah so all you young parents out there let quran be the first introduction to your child's life 
right from a year or two years of age. Don't wait for him at the age of nine. Don't wait for him at the age of ten or her. Introduce the book of Allah to them at a very young age such that in their childhood they build a love, they build a relationship, an attachment to the words of Allah. Rabbul Izzah. Inshallah, let us listen to Hafiz Fatih Safarajik, inshallah, and we'll conclude when we come back. Stay tuned for this recitation. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم عم يتساءلون عن الذي هم فيه مختلفون كلا سيعلمون ثم كلا سيعلمون ألم نجعل الأرض مهادا والجبال أوتادا وخلقناكم أزواجا وجعلنا نومكم سباتا وجعلنا الليل لباسا وجعلنا النهار معاشا وبنينا فوقكم سبعا شدادا وجعلنا سراجا وهاجا وأنزلنا من المعصرات ماء ثجاجا لنخرج به حبا ونباتا وجنات ألفافا إِنَّ يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ كَانَ مِيقَاتًا يَوْمَ يُنْفَخُ فِي الصُّورِ فَتَأْتُونَ أَفْوَاجًا وَفُتِحَتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتْ أَبْوَابًا وَسُيِّرَتِ الْجِبَالُ فَكَانَتْ سَرَابًا إِنَّ جَهَنَّمَ كَانَتْ مِنْصَادًا لِلطَّاغِينَ مَآبًا لَابِثِينَ فِيهَا أَحْقَابًا لَا يَذُوقُونَ فِيهَا بَرْدًا وَلَا شَرَابًا إِلَّا حَمِيمًا وَغَسَّاقًا جَزَاءً وِفَاقًا إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا لَا يَرْجُونَ حِسَابًا وكذبوا بآياتنا كذابا وكل شيء أحصيناه كتابا فذوقوا فلن نزيدكم إلا عذابا 
Alhamdulillah, Surah An-Naba, the first surah of the Tatiyajju, subhanAllah, recited by Hafiz Fatih Sefaraji. Uh, inshallah, respected listeners, I hope inshallah you've had a wonderful program on reciters of the Quran. Very, very soothing this evening. We hope inshallah to find you here, same place, same time, next week, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. From myself, Muhammad Sheikh, our producer, Sister Yasmina Peterson, we would bid you all farewell. Keep safe, keep steadfast on deen, keep us all in your du'as. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Rahman, Rahman, Sa'idni, Ya Rahman, Ishrah Sadri Quran, Imla Qalbi Quran, Wasbi Hayati Quran. Lillah, Lillah, Yahfu Amali, Lillah, Walihif. Let me